I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU Radio News. Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker has signed a statewide assault weapons ban into law, but many counties in Illinois are speaking out against it. The bill outlaws the possession of multiple firearms within the state and requires gun owners to register their firearms with state police. Jefferson County Sheriff Jeff Bullard says this gun ban was a violation of citizens' constitutional rights. I can tell you clearly that myself and many other uh, law enforcement leaders understand that this act violates the Second Amendment of the federal Constitution. We will not be enforcing it in this county. I will also not house anyone in my jail that's violated this act because we know it to be an unlawful act by the General Assembly and the governor. Law enforcement in many Illinois counties have announced they will also not enforce the gun control measure, including Williamson, Union, Massac, Johnson, and Marion counties. Now, Governor Pritzker is criticizing several suburban and downstate sheriffs for their vows not to enforce the weapons ban he signed. The new law again bars high-capacity guns and ammunition like what was used in the July 4th mass shooting in Highland Park. Existing owners of AR-15s and other weapons on the ban list can keep their guns only if they register with state police, but Pritzker said those officials can't pick and choose what state laws they want to enforce. They took an oath of office to uh, uphold the law uh, as law enforcement. That's their job, and I expect them to do that job. Dozens of sheriffs have issued statements denouncing the assault weapons ban, again, including several of those I listed from southern Illinois. The Illinois State Police is reporting a big drop in Chicago-area expressway shootings last year. Director Brendan Kelly says the ISP ramped up enforcement efforts in 2022, resulting in a 47% decrease in the number of expressway shootings. He says shooting injuries were cut in half and homicides fell by 88%. Kelly says they will continue this focus on expressway shootings not only in Chicago, but around the state. January is National Blood Donor Month, but as WSIU's Leah Lerner explains, the American Red Cross often faces supply challenges this time of year. The American Red Cross provides about 40% of the nation's blood supply through community blood drives, but the recent obstacles of holiday and flu seasons coupled with cold temperatures and winter storms have left the organization short of their supply this season. Regular donors can get busy, get sick, or some just aren't able to get out of the house during cold or dangerous winter conditions. These scenarios can easily create a critical blood shortage for patients who need blood as a result of an emergency, surgery, or various types of treatments such as cancer. The Red Cross is urging eligible donors to take time out to give blood for patients in need. It only takes about an hour, and you can even make an appointment if you would like. Your donation of one unit of blood can save up to three lives. To see a full list of blood drives in your area or to make an appointment, visit redcrossblood.org. For WSIU, I'm Leah Lerner. And Leah says there are three blood drives going on in the area tomorrow at Heartland Regional Medical Center in Marion from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m., at Memorial Hospital of Carbondale from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m., and the Cape Girardeau Blood Donation Center from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. You visit your health care provider for any ailment you may have, but the world outside the doctor's office may be preventing you from getting the proper care. Not having a car, living in an unsafe neighborhood, or not having money for proper care are all called social detriments of health. Health care providers everywhere are trained to ask people about them and link them with resources. Lucas Edwards with OSF Healthcare says a simple conversation can go a long way. You know, some patients, um, you know, they might not have had the same access to like education and don't have as 
uh, you know, the same level of education as someone else, and they don't understand that, that, you know, they have this wound on their leg that, you know, if they don't keep clean, that it's, you know, it can get worse. He says options are virtual appointments and speaking to a social worker. I'm Brad Palmer.